Can you sugar it down for me a little bit? Might I suggest you soften it up a little? How about you sweeten up that message so that it doesn't make me feel so guilty? Just tickle my ear. I can't handle that hard stuff. Give me that soft-spoken preaching. Give me that new age stuff. I don't need that old-time gospel. I want that modern stuff. Can you be more relevant? Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Truth Matters Podcast, episode 66. And I am not your host. I'm your co-host, <laughs> Leah and, Franklin. And I'm your host. There you go. <laughs> I thought I would let my wife start the show off today so that uh, it would throw you off a little bit. So yeah. I hope you're having a great day today. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Truth Matters Podcast. Uh, today, we want to talk about a little something that my wife was thinking about, and I said, let's just do it. So uh, we're off the cuff. Most of the time, we're off the cuff. (laughs) We grab a scripture, and we grab a quote. We grab a little something to to go along with the the topic, and we let it go. So run with it. But today, we want to talk about... Being a mold breaker. Are you a mold breaker, Mm. or are you in the mold? Mm. The mindset of the world, uh, it likes to put you in molds. It likes to label you as this or that. It likes to say, this is what you are. This is what you do. Yes. This is the mold that you fit in. This is what kind of a statistic or person you are. Mm-hmm. The world likes statistics and they like molds. And yes. truth be told, the devil, the enemy of your soul, he likes to put you in a mold. It's true. He wants you in a place where you can only go so far. Yeah. That's true. When I was thinking about this idea of being a mold breaker, I guess the idea really stemmed from just the thought of um, what society tells us that we need to be or what we need to do. And it really starts from birth. Um, You know, society tells us that we have to go through life and um, we have to go to public school. We have to graduate from public school. We have to go to college. We have to obtain a degree. We get a degree to get the job. And then we work that job for the rest of our life. And I was just thinking, you know, I'd just refuse that. I know that God has more. And I feel like we can apply this same scenario to our Christian walk and that we need mold breakers. The world now, more than ever, needs mold breakers. And the enemy, like Matt was talking about, always wants to get Christians in a mold, in a form, and he wants to keep us there. Because he knows that God has more plans for us as Christians. He has deeper waters, deeper depths, higher heights. He has more for his people. And he wants to keep us bound up. He wants to keep us in a routine. He wants to keep us uh, complacent. He wants us to be stagnant, 
because we all know that disease grows in stagnant water. He wants us to stay in, in the same spot for 20, 30, 40 years and then die. And I truly believe you can, you can die as a Christian, but not fully fulfill the purpose that God has for you. A lot of it is you grow up in a certain place and you're around certain people and you learn certain ways and you think that this is the way I'm supposed to be. But um, if you're a Christian, you care about Christ's perspective, or you should. We are called not to be like people. We are called not to live in a form or a fashion or be part of a clique or a society, so to speak, or a um, certain uh, mold of people or group of people. We are all called to be like Christ. Mm -hmm. They were first called Christians in Antioch, and uh, I I think that's the perfect um, label to put on anyone. If you were to put a label on any Christian, it should be a Christian. It shouldn't be, uh, well, they're Pentecostal, or they're Catholic, or they're um, Presbyterian, or they're Seventh-day Adventist, or um, this, that, and the other. All these labels... All they do is divide the flock. They divide God's people. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, then you are a Christian. Yeah. That's who you are. That's what you are. You're you're nothing more and you're nothing less, but you're a Christian. You don't have to follow the groups and the labels and the the uh, protocols and you just need to follow the Bible. You just right. need to do what the Bible says. It's true. You need to break the mold. You need to get out of the cult. Yes. A mentality. The um, this is what I am. You, if you are a Christian, you're a Christian. Yeah. And you do what the Bible says, right? Not what man says. Not not what man has created. The ideas that they think is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. If it's in the Word, that's what you need to do. Yes, I believe that the enemy's true plan for Christians is for them not to fulfill their full purpose and their full calling in Jesus. Because he knows that when you come to terms and, or you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You realize who you, you really realize are. who you really are in what Christ. what you're capable of. What you're capable of, the power that lives on the inside of you. When you realize that and you really get that sunk down deep into your soul, hell's gates are going to tremble. That's why he is trying so hard to keep the Christians. We're not necessarily talking about sinners today. We're talking about the Christians. He wants to keep the Christians so bound up in a mold, bickering and fighting with each other over little isms and schisms in the Bible so that we will not have our eyes on what it needs to be. And what our eyes truly needs to be on is our calling and our purpose in him which ultimately is to win people to Christ. He's done a pretty good job at dividing the church as a whole because look at how many denominations there are. Look at how many different ideas and different opinions and different beliefs. Where did it all go wrong? Why did we stop believing in the Word? When did we start adding to the Word? And when did we start taking from the Word? We just need to get back to the Bible. Yes. The King James Version I know that's old school. I know some of you don't agree with it. You don't believe in that. But the truth is we need to get back to the original. Yeah. 
and we don't have to have uh, an an explanatory version of the Bible, some other version. You you can get your definition out, uh, your Webster's um, definition. You can go on Google and you can look up words that you don't understand. It mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't matter if you don't know it all. You need to just take your time and learn it and and take it one day at a time. Yeah. Don't don't think you have to you know become some person overnight. Right. It's a work in progress. Yes. And if you walk with God and take your time with Him and trust in Him, just put your hand in His hand yes. and say, Jesus, lead me. I, I want to be more like you. I don't want to be like this one or that one. I, I want to follow you. Mm-hmm. And Paul said in the Bible, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. He didn't say follow me as I follow this um, seven ways to heaven uh, manual or yeah. uh, step by step. some step-by-step program or some kind of religion. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. True. That's the key. Are you following Christ today? That's right. Are you allowing Him to transform you and make you the person that you're called to be? Yes. The Scripture says in 1 Corinthians 7 and 20, it says, Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. Not where she was called or they was called, but the Word of God teaches us to abide in the calling where you're called. Yeah. If you're not a singer, don't try to be a singer. Mm-hmm. If you're not a musician, don't try to be a musician. If you have a particular calling, if you have something in your heart that you feel like you're supposed to do, that very well could be the Lord dealing with you to do that. Yes. Before I started this podcast, it kept coming to me. And I prayed about it and I said, God, this is really your will. Don't let that thought leave me. Continue to bring it back. But if it isn't your will, take these thoughts from me. Mm-hmm. I don't want my will, but I want your will. And when I prayed that prayer, God flooded me with the thoughts of this podcast. And here we are, uh, episode 66. (laughs) I'm doing what I'm called to do until God tells me no. Yeah. And you can walk with God in such a way that He will speak to you like that. Amen. I know that's old-fashioned, but God still talks to His children. Yes, He does. And if you listen. If if you you listen. If you'll take your time and you'll surrender to Him, He'll lead you. Yeah. Be what He wants you to be. That's right. Do what he wants you to do. And I think people have this uh, thought that if, you know, well, if I could just, if I could just do that, if I could just preach like they preach, if I could just sing like they sing, then, then I'll be uh, happy. Then I'll need, I'll be where I need to be. Then I'll be fulfilled. Then I'll be fulfilled. But that is not true. If you will abide, like you were talking about, Matt, abide in your own calling and truly, truly do. Do it as unto the Lord, to the best of your abilities. There is going to be so much joy and fulfillment because you are doing exactly what God has called you to do. There is joy and fulfillment, even if it's cleaning the church. If you are called to be the church cleaner, there is going to be so much joy and fulfillment in you cleaning that church because that's what God has called you to do, and you are fully living that out for His glory, not for your glory, but for His glory. Peter was a mold breaker. He did what nobody else had done before. He stepped out of the boat. And what happened? Sure, he did. He sank. But but what happened then? Jesus was right there to pick him back up. So it's on us, people. <laughs> it's on us. You to have be, to make the first step. Yes. To God be a, won't do it for you. To be a mold breaker, you have to take that first step and you have to step out of the boat. If you sink, guess what? Jesus is going to be right there to pick you back up again. But what if you walk? To be a mold breaker, you've got to break the mold. That's true. 
Are you a mold breaker? Think about it. It's all for His glory. It's not for ours. Right. Don't look at some big great thing and say, this is what I want to do. If it's what God's called you to do, that's fine. But don't try to be something you're not. Simply put, put your hand in Jesus' hand. Mm -hmm. Open the Word of God. Learn about Him. Pray to Him. Seek Him. And just say, Jesus, lead me into what I'm called to do. And I promise you, if you're sincere in that prayer and you have a heart that wants to follow Him and do what you're called to do, He won't lead you astray. He will lead you right where you need to be. Don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you got to do it yesterday. Yeah. He'll do it for you. He'll teach you. He'll show you the way. Lean on Him. Trust in Him. Don't let the thoughts and the things of the world and the beliefs of the world stray you. Yes. Don't be confused. Simply know the Word of God. That's your roadmap. Follow Him. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day, 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 day. To help this ministry keep going strong, please consider being a partner. Simply email us at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. And as always, thank you so much for supporting this ministry and helping us spread the truth. Until next week, God bless.